Hey, everybody. Welcome to Hot and Rich, a show about what? Celebrities hosted by who? Me, Kate Ruft. It's Friday. It's horny Friday. It's June 12th. I think the horniest Friday of all time. I'll say it. The weather is, it's not like hellishly hot in LA anymore. And that makes me even hornier on this horny Friday. I'm having a beautiful goblet of wine. It is a nice, cheap Austrian green wine that I always get from my local liquor store. Shout out to everybody's local liquor stores. Oh, it's a great day. It's a really great day. Um, it's a wonderful time to be alive. Cheers to you all. Cheers to the chat. We've currently got a hype train going in the chat, and I'm personally stoked about it. A hype train is a great way to support the show. It helps me, you know, continue making this show. So thank you. For everyone in the chat who's contributing to the hype train, we're now at a level three hype train. And it's just, it's, I'm very grateful. I'm very grateful. I love hype trains. Everybody knows that about me. I love a hype train. I love to do a hype train. I love to see a hype train. I love when it goes chugga, 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 chugga. Choo, choo, bitch. So cheers to you. Cheers to the hype train. We're at a level three hype train. Now let's see if we can get all the way to level three. We can complete level three. We've got four minutes. This doesn't make any sense if you're listening to the podcast version of the show or watching the YouTube version of the show. And that's fine. You know, you can Google hype train if you want to know what it means. Oop, two flies just swarmed into my room because I left my door open. <laughs> To the outside. God damn. God damn. <laughs> There's this is so this isn't horny. Flies. And you can see them on camera. They're like <laughs> they're like I look like I'm pig pen from fucking peanuts. I look like pig pen with flies buzzing around my head. I swear I'm clean. I'm not covered in dirt head to toe. Oh my god. Delicious. Delicious. I hope everybody that's enjoying this episode is also relaxing, having a nice beverage while two flies buzz around your heads. Um, I'm doing pretty good. I went to the beach yesterday. Everybody knows I famously go to the beach every Thursday. I wear a mask. Yesterday I boogie boarded by myself and it was delightful. It was like really relaxing. And if you live anywhere near a beach, it's a great way to, you know, get some nature in while social distancing. It's not even that crowded on a Thursday. That's why I go on Thursdays. I don't go on the weekend. Wow. It looks like we're really going to do it. We're going to get the level three hype train completed. We've got two minutes and we only have 5% left. So keep, you know, doing subs and gifts and bits. I want to shout out Eli in the chat. My friend Eli lent me the boogie board that I used to go boogie boarding. I used Eli's boogie board and I used Eli's wetsuit and I didn't want to get rid of the beachiness in my hair. So the hair you're looking at right now is, of course, beach hair. I didn't put anything in it. This is this is just salt water from the beach yesterday. <sighs> Truly, I'm thriving. I'm thriving. I'm thriving in quarantine. Um... But, you know, shout out to everyone who's not thriving because, you know, we live in a harsh time. We live in a harsh time. Don't look at me. We live in a harsh time. Oh, wow, we did it. We, we got to um, 100%. Got to 100% hype train. Thank you. Sorry, I'm, I'm just shooting the shit right now. <laughs> I'm really not. I'm taking it easy today. I, of course, have a great show for you all. I have a great show. We're going to talk about the celebrities in the I Take Responsibility video. We're going to talk about their houses 
and how they've been quarantining in really nice houses. And I've got pictures for you. I've got pictures. Some of them are in L.A. Some of them are in London. Some of them are in New York. Let's look at their nice houses. But that'll be in the second half of the show here. Um, wow, we're really doing a, a level four hype train now. This is wild. This is wild. Are we really going to do it? Are we going to are we going to get to level four? Yes, we're going to talk about Kristen Bell's book. We're going to talk about Kelly Clarkson's divorce. We're going to talk about everything today. But first, before we get into celebrity news, um, I just want to shout out this really informative and great website um, that I love. It's called 8 to Abolition. So it's the number 8 and then to Abolition. So, nope. That there's a typo on the screen, Jack. You wrote 80 to abolition. <laughs> it's not 80 to abolition. It's 8 to abolition. Um, and it is put together by all these amazing activists who really outlined eight different steps towards police abolition. They're an amazing group. I'm not even asking anybody to donate today. Just go to that website, educate yourself, read up on abolition, it's very possible and doable. It's not it's not a far-fetched idea. We can we can do this. So everybody go to 8 to abolition.com and of course donate to your local Black Lives Matter chapter. That's the best way to support the Black Lives Matter movement right now going to your local chapter. So yeah, 8 to abolition.com number 8 t o abolition.com. It's in the chat there. I'll also put it in the show notes, but I encourage everybody to check them out because they're doing great stuff. Um okay. Horny Friday. Glass of wine chill vibes the flies are gone they're not here anymore so i think we should we should have a toast everybody whether you're drinking alcohol or breathing air let's do a little toast to all the horny vibes on this horny friday cheers to you all cheers to you all baby mm. delish delish and if you're listening to the podcast or if you're in the chat feel free to send me a picture of your horny friday beverage and i'll share it to the instagram so that we can all feel like we're having a toast together cheers to you all horny this is a horny this is a horny episode this is a horny day mm. so good okay you know what let's do a segment that i like to call hot seconds Hot Seconds this is the part of the show where we do topics that we're just going to talk about for how long? A hot second. Okay. <laughs> Listen, our first hot second is about Kristen Bell. People are upset with Kristen Bell um, because she has a children's book out now that is about race. Um, and it's called it's called The World Needs More Purple People. Everybody's dragging her for this because it's a little like, uh, this we're not having the the purple conversation maybe people were you know how people like how like well-meaning but tone deaf white people will say like i don't care if you're black you're white you're purple you're green you're magenta i don't care if you're a plant i don't care if you're like a mouse i don't care if you're the easter bunny i don't care if you're gay straight magenta i don't care if you're short tall or an inanimate object. I don't care if you breathe. I don't care if you use chlorophyll. Anyway, it's like dated and weird and it kind of like, you know, it's kind of like the I don't see race type of like well-meaning but incorrect form of racial discourse. <laughs> so, yeah, she she kind of carried her way into a, a book deal about race as a white woman and she's rightfully getting dragged for it. She's also getting dragged for playing a biracial character in a cartoon um, called Central Park. The character on the right is her character. It's like, you know, weird when a white person plays a person of color. I thought we were past that. I thought we apooed our way out of that type of, like, weird um, animated 
blackface type of thing. I think it's odd. I think it's odd. It's just why not cast a person of color? Why not? Why like you know like Hollywood is is so ex- exclusionary to like anyone who doesn't fit a specific mold. Why why give that part to Kristen Bell? Why not give it to someone who is biracial themselves? I don't know. I don't know. Kristen Bell. She also like posts a bunch of like copaganda on her Instagram like pictures of cops like kneeling with protesters and stuff it's like it's like she she doesn't have like enough people in her ear to tell her like don't don't do that maybe it's a little tone deaf Kristen (laughs) oh boy oh boy oh boy Kristen but we'll get into Kristen Bell later because she is a big part of the I take responsibility video and that's in the second half of the show so just stay tuned all right Let's talk about Lady A. Lady A. Okay, do you know the band Lady Antebellum? This is like their hit song. It's the only song of theirs I know, but it's like, it goes like this. It's like, it's a quarter after one. I'm a little drunk and I need you now. It's a quarter after one. I'm all alone and I need you now. You probably heard the song in a CVS in like 2011. (laughs) It's like, I can't think of another song of theirs. Maybe I'm ignorant. Maybe I don't, maybe they're still very popular and I just don't know. But of course, you know, their, their name Antebellum, it's very like, yikes uh okay love to glorify uh like the slavery period of our country Ooh, maybe you shouldn't have named your band lady antebellum <laughs> not great <laughs> anyway now now they're wanting they're wanting to go by lady a they're wanted they want to change their name update it for the times i mean it was never of the times <laughs> but it's especially not now um, so they want to go by Lady A. The problem with this is that there already is a Lady A. There's a a a black woman who's a blues singer that goes by Lady A, and she's been going by Lady A for 20 years. <laughs> and they've basically just ruined this black artist's SEO <laughs> by like changing their name to her name, which is like almost worse. Than just going by Lady Antebellum, like truly, this is so fucked up. They shouldn't. They should have done a cursory Google. What the hell are you doing? The woman is named Anita White. We should all be listening. Everybody stream Anita White's music so that she doesn't get erased by these white people. Oh wow! It's like it's literally like they just. They fucked up. They shouldn't have changed. They should have done a Google. Do a Google before you change your name to Lady A. What the hell? That's literally, oh, God. I'm going to need a sip of my Lady W. That stands for wine. Because this is, this is, this is too ridiculous. Oh, that's good. Yokama Bunny in the chat says Lady Cantabellum. Should have changed it to Lady Cantabellum. It's a quarter after one, I'm all alone and I'm Lady A. I don't know how to Google, I don't know how to Bing Lady A. That's literally the only part of the song I know. I assume the song is just that over and over again. I haven't heard it since I was in a CVS in 2011. So let's move on to the next topic. Here's a question. Is Nicki Minaj pregnant? People are saying she might be. Her stands are saying she's pregnant. The barbs. Because she posted this photo where she looks a little curvy. I don't love this discourse where like a celebrity looks curvy so all the tabloids say are they pregnant i think it's weird to talk about women's bodies that way especially because it's usually like when the celebrity has only put on like five pounds (laughs) and everyone's suddenly like they're pregnant like don't do this don't be this way and her stands are saying she's pregnant stands you should know better don't comment on people's bodies like that it's weird it's weird but maybe she is pregnant. I don't know. 
Her stands are saying that she uh, didn't show any shots of her stomach in her latest music video for that song, Trolls. So maybe she is. I don't know. Let's move on. I don't want to talk about human bodies. <laughs> Ugh. Doesn't it suck to have a human body? Don't you just want to upload your consciousness to the cloud already? How are we not at that stage yet? I don't want to have a human body. I just want to be uploaded to the cloud. Is that too much to ask? <sighs> Tinsley Mortimer. Tinsley Mortimer. Tinsley Mortimer is leaving the real housewives of New York City. Bye, Tinsley. We love you. We're happy for you. Why is she leaving? Well, because she's moving to Chicago to marry Scott, the coupon king. I'm happy for you, Tinsley. You go unfreeze those eggs and have those children you've always wanted. And, and I'm happy for you. And you're going to love Chicago. I mean, I've never been there, but I, I hear they have some deep, deep dish pizza there. So I'm thrilled. Thrilled for you. Thrilled. I hear it's cold in the winter, but just go see your mom, Dale, in Palm Beach when it gets too cold. You know, Tinsley, I'm almost certain voted for Trump, probably, but I love her. I I shouldn't love Tinsley. She's like probably the descendant of like, you know, slave owners. She's like old, old money, like southern old money, which is like, whew, yikes, bad. But I just love her. I don't know. I shouldn't. I shouldn't. I shouldn't love her, but I love Tinsley. I love Tinsley. I love when she dresses like a frilly little girl. I love that she lo she loves to infantilize herself, and I love that for her. And I'm happy that she's moving to Chicago to be with Scott. Okay, we got to move on. This is not a Real Housewives podcast. There are already thousands of those, and I listen to them every day. All right. We've got a Stassi and Kristen update. I'll make this quick because I feel like all I do these days is talk about Stassi and Kristen. And I, I'm having Stassi Kristen fatigue. I don't know about you, but I'm I'm fatigued. I'm, I'm very fatigued. But they both, I guess, you know, if you watch Vanderpump Rules, they had a big falling out this last season. They're like, we're not friends with each other anymore. Like, Anyway, they both got dropped by their publicists and now they've joined the same crisis PR firm and they like released their publicist released a joint statement for them. So I don't know if this means like they have to reconcile because they both have the same publicist and they both got fired for racism at the same time. But the publicist released a statement saying, quote, Stassi and Kristen acknowledged what they did was wrong, have apologized, and have been punished. Without casting aside their actions or the impact of those actions, they want to move forward as a part of the solution in ways that are productive, meaningful, and sincere. Both of them recognize actions speak louder than words, and that is what will guide them as they move forward. End quote. Anyway, let's talk about Samantha Ware. Um, Samantha Ware is the woman that called out Leah Michelle last week said that Leah Michelle made her life a living hell while on the set of Glee. She's now speaking out in a new uh, article that's out in Variety. Link in the show notes. Um, and I just wanted to read some quotes from it because Samantha Ware um, deserved to be treated better and she goes into more depth and detail about her interactions with Leah Michelle <laughs> on Glee. Sorry, I was laughing at the chat because someone said, welcome to this toilet called Tinsley Town. And that made me laugh. Okay, but let's let's not laugh because this is a serious topic now. Uh, Samantha Ware said, quote, 
I knew from day one when I attempted to introduce myself. There was nothing gradual about it. As soon as she decided that she didn't like me, it was very evident. It was after I did my first performance. That's when it started. The silent treatment, the stare downs, the looks, the comments under her breath, the weird passive aggressiveness. It all built up. She continued saying, quote, when I tried to speak up for myself, she told me to shut my mouth. She said I don't deserve to have that job. She talked about how she has rain. And here's the thing. I completely understood that. And I was ready to be like, this is your show. I'm not here to be disrespectful. But at that point, we were already past the respect. And she was just abusing her power. She later said, quote, you can put color in the room, but if you don't let them talk or speak or share their side, we're not getting anywhere. There are such imbalances of power and structures that have been fully embedded for years that just need to crumble at this point. Everyone needs to feel heard and validated, end quote. I think this is a really powerful um, article, and I think sh the way she's calling out racism with Leah Michelle and just in general, like the climate that was enabling that on Glee is like good it's important I think that like we have to acknowledge that just by making a show diverse by just by casting black actors is not enough you have to make sure it's an anti-racist environment on set you have to make sure your lead white actress Leah Michelle isn't like straight up just bullying a black woman on set openly and like don't enable that behavior don't let that happen this is a workplace it's gross Anyway, um, everyone should check out that full article. It's really good. Okay, next hot topic. Miley and Cody are matching. Look at them. Miley Cyrus and Cody Simpson. I can't believe they're still together. Isn't that crazy? I feel like I gave them like a week. I was like, this is not going to last. Okay. She's rebounding from her Australian divorce with another hot Australian. Like, I did not think that they were endgame. Apparently, they're endgame. I'm shook. <sighs> I just love this picture. Because they both look so hot in it. Especially Miley. Like, I'm just so in love with Miley Cyrus. Like, damn, this is a hot couple. He's got a shaved head. She's kind of got her like blonde highlighted mullet thing. They're both wearing matching gray ribbed tank tops and they look hot. You know, there's nothing I love more than a matching couple. Ask Jack. I'm always trying to get my husband Jack to match with me and he never ever wants to. Jack, can we wear this matching outfit? You like athletic gray. Jack said, sure. Will you really do it? Can we, maybe we could be this for Halloween. We could be Miley and Cody grocery shopping with masks on. <laughs> no, he said no. Jack is against Halloween costumes. I'm sick of people being against Halloween costumes. Let people wear Halloween costumes. Okay. Oh my God. I just got so excited for the Halloween episode of Hot and Rich. If the world still exists in October. Oh, that's going to be a fun one. That's going to be a fun one. All right, next hot second. Whew, this is tough. This is tough. Kelly Clarkson is picking up the piece by pieces. Kay Clark is getting divorced. Everybody, let's just take a moment of silence. Everybody... Just slowly sip your white wine as we grieve for Kelly Clarkson's relationship. It's just hard to see Kelly suffer because she deserves better. Kelly Clarkson deserves eternal happiness. Um, but she's getting divorced. She's filed for divorce from her husband of almost seven years. He's also her manager. He's also Reba's stepson, I guess, or ex-stepson. They have kids together. They've got five-year-old River Rose and three-year-old Remington Steele Alexander. What are those kids with overly ornate names going to do? I hope they're okay. I feel like this is a quarantine breakup, right? Like, if you break up, like, three months into quarantine, like, 
That's a quarantine breakup. They were all quarantining together in their Montana ranch. We should have seen this coming. The writing was on the wall. They put their L.A. home on the market for $10 million, like, I think a month ago. Ugh, I'm just upset. I just, I, I don't want Kelly Clarkson to suffer. I, I want her to heal. I hope that this gives us, like, a really great Kelly Clarkson breakup album, at least. I hope she can still be friends with Reba. I hope she and Reba's relationship doesn't suffer from this. I'm sad and I'm getting allergies or something because my nose is itching. Well, now it's time to do the segment of the show that we do every single episode. Are Zach Braff and Florence Pugh still together? Yeah, they're still a couple. They are still a couple. All right, don't go anywhere. When we come back, we're going to talk about the I Take Responsibility video. Oh boy, oh boy, oh boy, I'm back, everybody. Can you tell just by my vibe that I'm wearing jeans right now? Can you hear in my voice that I'm wearing just like a casual boyfriend-style ripped denim? Light wash? Can you tell? Like, just some comfy, cute jeans. Can you tell in my general vibe? Because guess what? I'm wearing them. I'm wearing jeans, bitch. Hey, my friend Tay is in the chat. Hey, Sophia Larazpan. I love when my friends join the chat. All right, Tay, you're going to like this next segment because it's all about real estate. Let's get into it. We're going to talk about the I Take Responsibility video. I'm sure you all saw it. It was making the rounds. Um, Before we we even play it, I just want to say, celebrities, you do not need to do this. Your hearts are in the right place, sure, but no one really cares about your hearts right now. Just pay money. Just shut up and pay money. Do the Brad Pitt model. Make a production company and promote black artists and then give a ton of money away. Like, why do you need to make a front facing camera video? You know, let's just play it and we'll talk. We'll talk more after we show the video. But let's just play the video. I take responsibility. I take responsibility. I take responsibility. I take responsibility. For every unchecked moment, for every time it was easier to ignore than to call it out for what it was. Every not-so-funny joke. Every unfair stereotype. Every blatant injustice, no matter how big or small. Every time I remained silent. Every time I explained away police brutality. Or turned a blind eye. I take responsibility. Black people are being slaughtered in the streets killed in their own homes. These are our brothers and sisters, our friends, our family. We are done watching them die. We are no longer bystanders. We will not be idle. Enough is enough. I will no longer allow an unchecked moment. I will no longer allow racist, hurtful words, jokes, stereotypes, no matter how big or small, to be uttered in my presence. I will not turn a blind eye. Going for a jog should not be a death sentence. Sleeping in your own home should not be a death sentence. Playing video games with your nephew should not be a death sentence. Shopping in a store should not be a death sentence. Business as usual should not be life-threatening. I stand against hate. I stand against hate. I stand against hate. I stand against hate. I will stand against hate in love. I will make my presence known. And killer cops must be prosecuted. They are murderers. We can turn the tide. It is time to take responsibility. I mean, honestly, at least Jesse Call Pinkman is like step making up some acting choices. And take action.
Wait. Okay. <laughs> Listen. They're they're not wrong. It, it's good to stand against hate. It's good to call out racism. It's all their hearts are in the right place. The problem is it's like no one asked all of these white celebrities to make this video. I don't know why they're doing it. It's just it's a lot. It, they're not off book, which is so annoying. Like you can see half of them are like their eyeline keeps shifting to like so, their assistant that's clearly like holding the script on a piece of paper. It's like it's like how I do hot and rich. Like you guys can see I got my script right here and then I look into the camera and then I got my script right here and then I look into the camera and then I got my script on here and then you can kind of tell I'm off the cuff when I do this and then I look at my script. It's called eyeline, okay? We can tell. It's like you don't even have to say that much and you couldn't even memorize it. Come on. Deborah Messing. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Yeah, people are making fun of this, um, and rightly so. It's very performative. My friend Brittany tweeted this. She's a wonderful, hilarious comedian and also has been posting some great stuff and doing a lot of great activism. Everyone should follow Brittany Nichols on Twitter, at B is hilarious. Brittany writes, quote, L.A. celebrities, if you would like to make a funny, informative video that takes advantage of your platform and is not white savior self-serious nonsense, I will write you a script. You can help without making yourself look stupid. I promise. It is possible. So, hey, celebs, take Brittany up on her offer. She's a great writer, and she's funny. She'll make you come off better than you're making yourselves come off. Oh, boy. Wait. This is wild. Paper mache balls in the chat says I was on a Zoom with Deborah Messing a couple weeks ago and she was in a robe and hair and a towel in her giant kitchen. What? Do you have screenshots? <laughs> Send them to me. Hot under it show at gmail.com. DMs are open. Okay. <laughs> I also want to just quickly shout out my friend Claire Downs, who has an amazing newsletter, and she did a deep dive on the I Take Responsibility video and said all of this better than I ever could. So I just want to point you guys in that direction. So check out Claire Downs. Um, she's at uh, goingdowns.substack.com. She's a great writer. She writes about pop culture. Um, here's a quote, though, that I liked from Claire's newsletter and Claire I hope you don't mind me quoting you and ripping off your great work it's not ripping off I'm amplifying your great work okay um Claire wrote quote on the I take responsibility website users are invited to take a pledge to stop doing a variety of things like making racist jokes or saying I don't see color and instead vow to take actions such as donating or mobilizing voting efforts on the demand for police accountability section Users are redirected to a page that advises support of hashtag 8CantWait. The police apologetic 8CantWait has been disavowed by Black Lives Matter leaders due to the fact that 80% of the police departments already had those eight policies in place. It's also affiliated with Campaign Zero, run by activist DeRay McKesson, famous for also being effectively kicked out of the BLM movement due to the org's massive support for charter schools over public education. Oddly, on the support organizations page, I had to scroll past seven other nonprofits before I got to Black Lives Matter. End quote. So yeah, we're not doing Eight Can't Wait. This is this celebrity video is is affiliated with Eight Can't Wait, I believe, and that's why I'm trying to get everybody over to Eight to Abol Eight to Abolition. That's number eight to Abolition. Um, that is what Black Lives Matter leaders are behind. It's what Black Lives Matter LA endorses. It is like what real on the ground activists are pushing for. It's abolition, not reform. That's just trust me on this one. Trust me on this one. Eight to abolition. Read up on it. Read up on eight to abolition yourself at eight to abolition.com. It's a typo again, Jack. Jack has put 80 to abolition on the screen. <laughs> Jack, I'm not laughing at you. I'm laughing with you. I don't hear him chuckling at all. He must be mad. <laughs> Just 
kidding. He chuckled. Okay. But let's, you know what? I, you're all smart. You can do your own research on why eight can't wait isn't the right thing to be talking about and why eight to abolition is the right thing to be talking about. I am not a political show, but there are many great resources out there. I'm trying to point you to some of them. But let's talk about the celebrities in the video because this is a celebrity show, okay? And we have to discuss this. When when a celebrity does something that is a little... Is a little... When a celebrity does something that's a little... What do we do on Hot and Rich? We look at their houses and we make fun of their houses, okay? And that's what we're going to do for every single person in this video. We might run a little long today. Sorry to, sorry to the show that we usually raid after this, uh, Live at Five. Um, but I have to get into this. I pulled images of every single person in this video's beautiful homes and we're going to just rag on it. Let's start with uh, Sarah Paulson. Sarah Paulson, I was actually surprised, has a modest home for how famous she is. Um, it's a $1.65 million minimalist style estate in the Hollywood Hills. Let's just look at some of these pictures. It's um, it's chic. It's very like, you know, basic design, modern design. Claire in the chat is saying AstroTurf grass. I, I It could be AstroTurf. That she's got, it's kind of small actually. I actually, here's the thing I would live in this house. I would die to live in this house. It's always weird to me though when celebrities don't have a pool. It's like, get a pool. What are you doing? You're famous. You're making this video when you instead could be soaking in a pool somewhere. Let's look at this is the kitchen. She's got a marble countertop, but it, it does seem kind of small for a celebrity at least. This is Sarah Paulson's house. Jack, we've got lower thirds for this. Sarah, sorry. I know you're, this is very tech heavy right now. Um, it's way too small. I messed up. Sorry. Um, she's got a chic kind of concrete fireplace. It's cute. Are there any more pictures of Sarah's house? She goes up to slide. I don't know. This is her bathroom. It's a big... It's a big shower, but I don't even... Yeah, I think she's got a bathtub somewhere in the house. What else do we have for Sarah? All right, let's talk about Aaron Paul, okay? Aaron Paul, first of all, has multiple homes. This is just his L.A. house. Um, he is... There's this great <laughs> web series. It's on Hulu and is also on YouTube. And I forget what it's called, <laughs> but it's... It's by Architectural Digest and they like do basically like an MTV Cribs, but like more upscale because it's Architectural Digest. And he has an episode where he like walks people through his Idaho house because as you know, what's the number one, one rule of celebrities? Every celebrity has an Idaho house. <laughs> um, but this is his LA house, which um, I, by the way, I cross-referenced every celebrity in the video and made sure this is the house they're quarantining in right now. This is not the house that they sometimes go to. This is These are all the houses that I believe they filmed this I Take Responsibility video in. Anyway, I think you should all watch the Aaron Paul Idaho House Architectural Digest YouTube episode. It's like 15 minutes long and it's it's a good example of like a celebrity vacation home. But let's look at his Los Feliz house. This is in the Los Feliz gated community. I believe his neighbors are like Angelina Jolie and Kristen Bell. Um, and it's where the Cecil B. DeMille house is. Angie owns the Cecil B. DeMille house. It's actually a gorgeous Spanish style, like old Hollywood mansion. It's 1.5 acres. It has a lagoon style swimming pool and fountains and a sloping hillside and drought tolerant gardens and landscaping. Let's just look at the pictures. This is the backyard. It's that classic Spanish style LA home. I don't know when it was built, but it was probably the twenties. Honestly, this house is beautiful. I hate when a celebrity has a house that I actually like. It makes my heart hurt. Um, yeah, it seems like if he has a house this nice, he could have maybe not done the video and just donated money instead. He's got money. 
he's got money. This is a very nice house. This is his big, big lagoon style pool. Let's look at the next. This is his backyard. It's truly beautiful. He's got like so much gorgeous landscaping, like palm trees and cactuses. It's all like drought resistant. Beautiful. It looks like a hotel. Like it's truly like so beautiful. I'm like horny for this house. I'm coming. I'm 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 really I'm coming. I'm coming. I'm currently coming. You're watching a woman come on screen. This is me coming. Um <laughs> do we have any more pictures? This is like the whole expansive like seating area in the back patio. This isn't even the pool. This is like the, just a different backyard. It's truly so gorgeous. It, it makes me upset. Uh Is there any more? Okay, let's talk about Kesha's house. This is the worst house. <laughs> Kesha's house is terrible. It's like classic, like, L.A. McMansion where you, like, rip out a home that had some character and you put a big concrete block in it. <laughs> it's so ugly. This um, angle that we're looking at right now is, like, it, it's, like, half green lawn with no landscaping, just flat green, no view, nothing. And then the other half is, like, just a skinny, stupid pool. It's really stupid. Let's, let's look at some more rooms in her house. This is, like, a tanning area. It's, again, so gray, so square, so concrete-looking. I love modern architecture, just not like this. This is ugly as hell. I don't like it. It makes me upset. Also, there's weird slats in the ceiling, so, like, what even tan... What kind of tan are you going to get if you're tanning in this outdoor tanning area? Like... <laughs> You're going to have, you're going to look like a zebra. Your tan's going to, it doesn't make sense. What else do we have here? This is her closet. Very Kardashian looking closet. All wood, giant. Clearly they took like one of the bedrooms and turned it into a closet. It's not a, it's huge. It's, it's boxy, extremely Kardashian, Kardashian-esque. This is another view of the backyard. Again, the house is a concrete square. It's so so, so concrete and ugly. She bought this for $5 million and it has no view. It's in Mar Vista, which is like next to Culver City. It's not, it's kind of by the beach, but not really by the beach. Like, what is she doing? Kesha, you could do so much better for $5 million. Aaron Paul's house was gorgeous and it was 6.9. Well, I guess that's a lot more, but you could have gotten somewhere better than this. Claire in the chat is saying it's AstroTurf lawn again. I would not be surprised. Here's a view of the guest house in the back, like the pool house. So ugly. It looks like someone just plopped a Lego. Doesn't it, Jack? It's like a lay a white Lego is the guest house. It's like it's horrible. Do we have any more for Kesha? Oh yeah. Here's here's where you can watch a movie. They've got a you can they're showing that you can project an outdoor movie onto the ugly boxy white guest house. So so bland. So bland. Kesha, I thought you would do better than this. Kesha deserves better than this. But sadly rich people generally have terrible taste. All right, let's move on to is this the last one? Okay, let's talk about Piper Parabo. Sadly, Piper Parabo is not famous enough to have a house that we can Google. <laughs> and it's a gift and a curse. You know, there's a certain type of celebrity that you can't Google their real estate. Piper Parabo, she's from Coyote Ugly. She's also in some stuff recently that I can't remember off the top of my head. I did find a picture of her sitting in front of a chandelier. And I got to say, that's a big chandelier. It's a big, big, big shandy. That's all I got to say, though. I have nothing more to say um, about her chandelier other than it's big. And I don't have any other pictures of her house. Let's talk about Kristen Bell. Okay. So Kristen Bell and Dax Shepard live in this, I believe, the same gated community as Aaron Paul and Angelina Jolie. And they bought this house. It's... These are these pictures are from before they renovated it, I think. 
I hope because the inside of this house is so deeply ugly. I it's upsetting. It's a four point three million dollar Los Feliz house. Like I hope to God they renovated because this is not that cute at all. It's very plain. It's very like eighties, nineties. Like here, the bathroom's kind of nice. They've got a big tub, and it looks kind of Nancy Myersy. It's just, it's not for me. This isn't for me. The pool is very boring. Here's the pool. It's like, it's just kind of meh. Mm. They're so much richer than this. I'm surprised they don't have like a be a bigger, better house. It's it's very boring. It's a very boring house. It truly like, I'm actually falling asleep. I'm going to have to take another sip of wine to wake up. Let's see, we got a couple more, right? Another shot of the pool. Yeah, it's just not, there's no real view. It's, I know they like read, they redid the house, I believe, because she did a ton of spawn con for like some woman who is an interior designer. So I know she got some, she probably got free interior design, let's be honest. Uh, anything else? No, they, this house is a, is, is a house that they bought together, I believe. Um, okay. Let's look at Justin Thoreau's house. He's one of the celebrities. He doesn't have a lot of um, articles about his home, but it's a beautiful townhouse in the West Village in Manhattan in Greenwich Village on Washington Place. And dear God, I would die to live in this house. I don't think he owns the whole thing. I think I know for I know for a fact he has at least two neighbors that share the townhouse with him. How do I know this? Because he got in a lawsuit with his downstairs neighbor, I guess, who kept like flashing him or something. He had to get a restraining order <laughs> against his downstairs neighbor. So someone owns like the bottom part. I think he lives in the middle part. And then I know for a fact that the top part is like a penthouse that was on, was like for sale like a few years ago. Here is, this is the shared roof deck that he shares with his neighbors. Isn't this, this is beautiful. This is great. This is just like a quaint little roof deck in Manhattan. The view is stunning. It's, it's like one of these old, beautiful townhouses in the West Village. Is there anything else? I think that's it. We only have like two pictures. Anyway, he, you know, props to Thoreau. He's actually been one of the celebrities that's actually quarantining in New York City. A lot of celebrities jetted off to Florida or like Kelly Ripa, the Bahamas. All right, Deborah Messing. She's also, I believe, quarantining in her New York apartment. It's a $5.45 million Fifth Avenue New York apartment. This is the living room. Um, yeah, she, you know, lives at... <laughs> I don't know why I know her exact address. I guess I won't say it on the stream. But, like, all these articles have her exact address listed. It's Fifth Avenue. It's boring, but it's big for Manhattan. Um, this is her dining room. I mean, it's it's truly a snore. I'd much rather live in Justin Thoreau's neighborhood than Fifth Avenue on the Upper East Side. Um, has a library. Has a big kitchen. Here's the question: If you were on a Zoom call with Deborah Messing, was this the kitchen that she was in? It looks pretty big. I mean, for a, for a Manhattan kitchen, this is enormous. But I, I want to know. I think she's still in this apartment. Hard to say. Um, so maybe she's at a different house. Maybe my research was wrong on this one. Okay. Let's talk about Mark Duplass. Here's what I found out about Mark Duplass. He <laughs> bought the most the second most expensive house in Silver Lake. He broke gentrification records. I think in 2014 when he bought this house, he literally is a record-breaking gentrifier. He bought this ugly modern mansion and it at the time was the second most expensive house ever to be sold in Silver Lake. Um, it's boxy, it's ugly, it's truly not cute. I hate this house. It's like, it looks like, you know, those condo buildings that pop up in every city where it's like 
Some of it is wood. Some of it's concrete. Blah, blah, blah. Who cares? We're soulless. Blah. Here's a view of like a, the front door, I guess. The front door is maybe the only redeeming quality of the whole house. Um, he bought it for $4.44 million. It comes with six bedrooms, seven bathrooms, a dining room, a library, a gym, a pool, patios, lawns, a garage, a roof deck, solar power, great views, and it's on a third of an acre. Um, here's the ugly dining room, very plain and boring. What else? Uh, this is a very ugly game room. Very boring. Ugly, boring. Just white, stark, nothing. Nah, no character. $4.44 million. Listen, you could have donated some money. Instead of making a video, here's the outdoor patio. So plain. Nothing. Nothing going on on those walls. I agree with Claire Downs in the chat who says, nothing on the walls. Enact a vacancy tax. We need a, va a wall vacancy tax. If you're a celebrity and you have a house this nice and you're not even going to hang up some art, you're getting taxed, okay? Um, what else? Do we have any more pictures of this? This is another view of the backyard. See how just boxy and boring it is? It's like a you know, rectangular pool, like a plain green lawn. Like all these houses look the same. Blah, 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 blah. Boring. I mean, what's to like about the pool? Just the fact that it's a pool? Yes, I do also love the fact that it's a pool. I would love to have a pool. I might never have a pool. I might never have a pool. Uh, okay. Bryce Dallas Howard recently sold her LA home, um, for a lot of money. I don't have it off the top of my head. I forgot to write it down. And she moved to upstate New York and I have no, uh, I have no pictures of her house. What I do have is this picture of her in a laundry room doing a detergent commercial. Is this her house? It could be. I have no idea. She is one of, she's like the daughter of a celebrity. So maybe she like knows better than to do articles about what her house looks like. <laughs> I have no idea what her house looks like. I'm assuming it's insanely nice. I'm assuming it's insanely nice. Uh, let's talk about Julianne more. Okay. So this is confusing. I could be wrong about this, but Julianne Moore, I believe is staying at her pond front Montauk house quarantine and I believe this is where she films the video here's why I'm confused a little bit that she put this house up for sale a couple years ago but I don't think it's sold I think she took it off the market and is still living there I think she changed her mind um so and she's recently instagrammed herself at this house so I believe that she's there Okay, Yokohama Bunny in the chat says, yeah, she never sold it. Yeah. So I believe it's this house. It's beautiful. It's this isn't this is a very stylish home with a lot of character and it's not that big and it's not that flashy. I like this house. But listen. She also has like three other houses, so she still has too many houses. It's pretty, I guess. What do you think, Jack? Do you like it? There's an this is an enclosed porch. Very pretty. Very pretty. Anything else? There's a pool somewhere in here. Here's the pool. I like this. I like this is very east coast like all the grass and the pool. I would take this rectangular pool over Mark Duplass's like any day of the week. Um here's her Instagramming not that long ago. I think this is from January of this year. No, January of last year. She said swans on the pond and she posted a picture of three swans hanging out on her pond. <laughs> Listen. It's nice. It's nice. But she shouldn't have made the video. Okay, this is Bethany Joy Lens. She's in the video. I don't mean to be rude, but I, like, truly don't know who this is. Like, I deeply do not know who this person is. Like, literally have never heard of this person. And I do this for a living. I talk about celebrities for a living. A meager, modest living. Definitely not buying any pools anytime soon type of living. But I don't know who this is. 
I know she's from One Tree Hill. And that's literally all I know. I, you know, does it is it bad to be the least famous person in one of these celebrity activism videos? Is it bad to be the least famous person? Do you not want to be like the least famous person in a celebrity activism activism video? Or do you want to be the least famous person in a celebrity activism video? Because it kind of like elevates you. All I have is this picture of her in a very normal looking kitchen. She probably lives in an apartment like you and me. She's probably like a normal person. I have nothing else to say. I don't know who she is. Sorry. Sorry to this woman. Uh, Allie Raisman. I also don't have really any pictures of her house. She's an Olympic gymnast. And I think she's very sweet. I have nothing to say about Allie Raisman. Stanley Tucci, though. We don't have pictures of his house. He's very private. Stanley Tucci is one of those celebrities that's like, you know he's loaded, but he's not like, that info is not available. <laughs> like it's, And I respect that. I respect when a celebrity, like you just don't know what their house deal is. Um, all I know is that he, sometimes he Instagrams himself making cocktails in his kitchen. And I know he lives in London. This is the same kitchen. He's making a pizza in the kitchen. It's a pretty kitchen. He lives in London. That's all I know. He lives in London. This is his pizza oven somewhere in his London house. Yokohama Bunny is correct in the chat. Tucci famously married to Emily Blunt's sis. It's true. Tucci. They met through Emily Blunt. Um, yeah, listen, we're not mad at Tooch. Let's talk about Alana Glazer. Alana Glazer, half of Broad City, owns this house. It's $1.6 million. It's in Silver Lake. It's actually, like, very normal. It's, like, not that expensive even for a celebrity home. But let's look at it. It's actually kind of cute. It's, like, a mid-century house. Uh, I mean, listen... Will I ever be able to afford a $1.6 million house? Probably not. I feel like you could get more for your money for $1.6 million, but maybe you can't. Silver Lake's pretty expensive. Um, all right, let's see. This is her living room. It's, like, very modest. Very modest living room. Some nice views, though. This part is nice. I like this part. The She's got, like, a a classic kind of like 60s stone fireplace it's very pretty it, it is on the i believe it's on the park that's what claire said in the chat yeah i mean the kitchen's boring it was it looks the kitchen looks like a mid-2000s remodel like very plain and boring all white you know i don't think i like an all-white kitchen i think it's basic it's basic yeah, it's just very mid-sense. She doesn't have a backyard even. She just has kind of like this weird covered patio um, with, a, again, a, a, a pizza oven. Why do celebrities have pizza ovens? Here's a thought. Sell your pizza oven and donate that money to Black Lives Matter and don't make a video. That's my pitch. Just a soft pitch. Just a soft pitch. Soft peach. All right, that's it for our episode today. Thank you so much for watching. Um, it's been a really great week, and um, I'll be back on Monday. We're going to have emotes on Monday. And thanks to everyone who did the hype train. Thanks to everyone who gifted a sub or who subscribed or sent bits. This show depends on you. This is my only job right now. <laughs> I'm unemployed besides Hot and Rich. <laughs> So thank you so much. Um, please check out 8 to Abolition. And uh, thanks to Jack, my husband. And he also produces the show and runs all the tech for me. Thanks to my daughter, Kenny, who's a dog. She's my emotional support. My rock. My heart. My soul. Uh, you can email me tips anytime. DMs are open. Hotandrichshow at gmail.com. Follow us at hotandrichshow. YouTube.com slash hotandrich. Love you all so much. Bye-bye. Stay hot and stay rich, bitch. I'm so fucking rich. And hot. I'm so fucking rich.
Shall we?